The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Praise God. We're looking at guarantees of answered prayer. Guarantees of answered prayer. Hallelujah. When you study the Bible, you will notice that God puts prayer on a positive note. Study your Bible. For instance, in Psalm 65, verse 2, the Bible says, O thou that answered prayer, to you shall all flesh come. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. It says, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. See? It puts in a positive note. Why? Because God loves to answer prayer. Tell anybody about God loves to answer prayer. Yeah. But God will not answer every prayer. See? He loves to answer prayer. He will not answer every prayer. And as we are looking at guarantees of answered prayer. Because the Bible lets us know in James 4 verse 3. It says, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss. See? So many people are asking and not receiving because they are asking amiss. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Alright. Now in football, when you analyze the match, they will put... Goals on target. Then you put goals attempt. Now, no matter the goals attempt or goals on, on target, it is the goal that enters that count. And you want to make sure that your prayers are not attempts at prayer. It's not, oh, it, it, it almost got there. Uh-uh, it, should, it should get to the point. And it's my prayer that after this series, We'll all be praying prayers that are on points. Amen. Amen. So we said prayer, we define prayer as a verbal request. Say verbal request. That means if you're not talking, you're not praying. Prayer is always verbal. Luke 11 verse 2, Jesus said when you pray, say. See, prayer is always verbal. He said when you pray, say. Say prayer is always verbal. Yes, there's no such thing as praying in your mind. Tell someone there's no such thing as praying in your mind. Yeah, because some people will tell you, I am praying in my mind. Let us see something here. In Matthew 26, verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, Gethsemane and said unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be heavy and very sorrowful. See? And that's why when you start getting heavy, there are two things to do. Either you pray or you praise. So he has given us a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. If you are feeling sorrowful, what do you do? You pray or what? Or you praise. Verse 38. 
Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tire ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed how, saying. So if you are not saying anything, you are not what? Praying. I love to use the analogy when we're growing up in church. Do not say, let us pray, warn you down and remain quiet for a while. Then he prays to say, the Lord hear what? Our prayers. But we didn't pray. The Bible says he prayed, saying, move on to verse 42. He went again the second time and prayed how? Saying, verse 44. And he left him and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. So if you are not talking, you're not praying. Because prayer is a conversation with God. See? If you're not praying, you're not talking. If you're not talking, you're not praying. Hallelujah. Say prayer is a verbal request. Say it like you mean it. Say it like a member of CRIC. Yeah. Psalm 116. We are going to look at 1 and 2. It says, I love the Lord because he has heard the, my voice and what? And supplications. Because he, incli- he has inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. So prayer is verbal. Tell someone prayer is verbal. Tell someone else prayer is verbal. Yeah, it's verbal. See, no matter how a man says he loves his wife, the woman will always ask, do you love me? And the man that is untrained by God will say things like, if I don't love you, why am I working? The woman wants to hear it. See? So the same thing when it comes to prayer, God wants you to talk. Psalm 28 verse 2, please give it to us. It says, hear the voice of what? My supplications. Say prayer is talking to God on the basis of his word. Yeah. Prayer is a heartfelt request made on God the Father based on his word with his promise to meet that need. Prayer is a heartfelt request. See, if your prayer is going to make sense, it must come from your heart. Are you out there? I said, are you out there? All right, let's run through guarantees of answered prayer. Number one, we said your prayer must be based on the word of God. Because if what you are praying is not based on the word, God won't hear. And that's what disappoints people. Say, I've been praying, for, you know how long I've been praying for this thing? It's not how long you've been praying. It's not like you've been praying well. You've been praying and miss all these years. Are you out there? So every prayer prayed in line with God's word becomes a legal obligation to God the Father. See, when you pray the word, it's a legal obligation for God to hear you. Let's look at Exodus 32, 
7 to 14 and recap a few points. And we'll go to our guarantee quickly. Exodus 32. 10. God is talking. Now therefore let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them. That I may consume them and I'll make of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord, besought the Lord his God and said, Verbal, Lord, why does thy wrath wax hot against thy people? What which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from their fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Moses is talking to God, told God to repent. Verse 13. Remember, hear what he said. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thy own self, and said. That's why Isaiah 43, verse 26 says, Put me in remembrance. See, God wants you when you pray, you come with his word, you put him in remembrance. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. But by your words to be justified. Matthew 12, verse 37. And by thy words to be condemned. So your words matter in prayer. Your words matter. Are you out there? He says, remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that servant to whom thou swearest by thy own self, and said unto them, this is what you said, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and it shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he taught to do unto his people. There are some things that, this thing is supposed to happen, but you remind God. You remind God, didn't you say in your word that if I serve the Lord my God, he will bless my bread and my water. So as I'm serving you, I should have bread, I should have water. And the bread and water I have should multiply. I should not have lack. I should not be lack food in my house. But there are people who are serving God, they don't have food in their houses. See, So you bring your argument based on the word of God. And say, Father, your word says. When you, when you tell him your word says, God cannot deny himself. So that request you made becomes an obligation. God says, I will kill them. But he says something that got my attention. That verse 10 said, now let me alone. That means what God does on earth requires human permission. So you can talk to God. And say, Father, this thing should not happen. But people don't know. And you can also talk to God and say, Father, this thing should happen. Every request that is not consistent with God's word will not be granted. So you know that you are telling him to remember, remember, remember. Just say the word remember. Yeah, remember. In Nehemiah 1, 6 to 11, you see Nehemiah praying the same way. Telling God, this is what you promised. This is what you promised. Daniel did the same thing. Daniel chapter 9 from verse 2 all the way to 23. Read it. He was telling God, this is what you said. You brought them out. You did like this. You said like this. You said like this. When you read the prayers of the, of the Bible, it is always what God said they are telling him. But most of the time, when people want to pray, they go and tell God their problems. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I want to thank you that I have not died. But the suffering is, is bad. I have suffered in this my life. But I know that because of you, I never die. But I just want to thank you. If you feel, give me something shop, I will shop. But since things tight, everything just going bad. I know that you have not let me die. And the wishes cannot kill me. But Father, it's really news to God. That's how my father died. My mother even died too recently. My uncle don't die. And Lord, all these bad things are happening. But I know it's enough to keep me up. But you see, <laughs> nonsense. Tell someone, pray the word. Yeah. If you're not praying the word, you are playing. See, many people are playing. You can do chiki chiki. Or even shake your head, shake your head until the headache comes. It's not that one. You will pray the word. Let me give you Nehemiah 1 verse 6. I think the Spirit of God is talking to somebody here. You have to learn how to pray. Nehemiah 1 verse 6. Look at this. It says, Let now thine ear. Let now thy ear be attentive and their ears open. That thou mayest hear the prayer of thy son, which I pray unto thee, pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel thy servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against thee, both I and my fathers have sinned. We have dealt corruptly with thee, against thee, and have not kept the commandments, nor statutes, nor judgment which thou commandest thy servants Moses. Remember. Hasten it again. Remember, I beseech thee, the word that now commandest thy servant Moses, saying, If ye transgress, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. But if you turn unto me and keep my commands and do them, though they were of you cast out into the uttermost part of the heaven, yet I will gather them from thence, and I will bring them in unto the place which I have chosen to set my name there. Now, these are thy servants. And thy people whom thou redeemest by the great power, by the strong, O Lord, I beseech thee, let thy ear now be, be attentive to the prayer of thy servants and the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper, I pray, thy servant this day and grant him mercy, favor in the sight of this man, for the king's cup bearer. When he went to the king, he got what he wanted. Why? He prayed the word. Tell someone, pray the word. Don't pray your problem. Praying your problem is complaining. We said prayer is a verbal request made on God, the Father, based on his word, which he's promised to meet that need. People are just praying anyhow. They're not praying. What are you sure you answer the prayer? Say, would you pray now if you answer? People pray everywhere and they don't get answers. And some people get to the point they even blame God. They say maybe it's not his will. No. The will of God is clear in the Bible. Whatever God promises is in his word is his will for you. So that's why you need to swallow the scriptures. Get it into your spirit. So you can get results in prayer. Number two, pray to God the Father. We said Luke 11 verse 2. Jesus said when you pray say our Father. In Ephesians 1 verse 17, Paul says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory. In Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 15, Paul says, I bow my knees before the Father from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Ephesians 3 14 and 15. Number three, 
pray in the name of Jesus. John 16, 23. In that day you shall ask me nothing. Whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Number four, pray in faith. Pray in faith. What is faith? Faith is taking God at his word. Faith is taking God at his word. Faith is the visible expression of confidence in God and his word. Faith is the visible expression of confidence in God and his word. Are you out there? When they broke the roof in Mark chapter 2 and let down the man, the Bible said when Jesus saw their faith, faith is visible. When he saw their faith, give me Mark 2, when he saw their faith, he saw. He saw their faith. Say faith is visible. So when you are praying, pray with expectancy. See? Pray with expectancy. Hallelujah. Give me Mark 2, I think it's verse 4 or 5. Okay. It says, when Jesus saw their faith, it is visible. He saw, they broke through the roof and he saw, he saw their faith. So you cannot say, uh, I have faith. Uh, have, no, you have to express it. You see, faith is also audible. Jesus said, if you have faith, you shall say, faith is audible. So when you have faith, it is expressed in your words. Faith is visible. Faith is audible. Are you all there? Just want to say faith is visible. Faith is audible. James 1 verse 5. James 1 verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that given to all men liberally. Says any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that given to all men. Now I said, he's a giving God. So God loves hands and prayer. He gives all men liberally without finding fault and says, I shall be given him. But verse 6 says, but let him ask in faith. It says when you pray, God will answer. When you pray, God will respond. It says, but let him ask in faith. See? That means if I don't ask in faith, the answer is not guaranteed. Are you following me? If you don't ask in faith, see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So before I get to prayer, I should hear the word to know what God has said so I can expect him to do what he said. But before people pray, they just get up and they just start praying. Yeah, brethren, let us pray. Good. You are defying yourself. You are defying yourself. That's why when you hear me pray, I was a father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your word says. Your word says. Then it gets to the point and says, Father, I trust the Holy Spirit to help me express this in my prayer language. And start speaking in tongues. What's wrong? Let us pray. Let us pray. What is wrong with you? You, <laughs> you are edifying yourself. Start with the word. Father, your word says, my going out is blessed. Your child is sick. You can speak in tongues to stir your faith. Because we build ourselves on your most holy faith, but you must speak words. Father, in the name of your word says, 
it now becomes obligated. As he hears the words of heaven and hell everywhere, they want to hear what that word will be. Let him ask in faith. That's what the Bible says. Nothing doubting. Give me the amplified version. Nothing, not doubting. See? It says, only it must be in faith. If you ask it, it must be. Say it must be. Yeah, yeah you must ask in faith. See? Someone say, hey, you, they pray. They say, are you sure you got your answer to prayer? I say, I don't know. It depends on God. No, it depends on you. Because God has said, call unto me, I will answer. So, it is guaranteed you should get an answer. If you didn't get, God said you didn't ask in faith. Are you out there? Look at this. It says, only it must be in faith that he acts with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, and doubts is like a boring, billowing surge out at the sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. That's the way people are. Today you are sure you got it, tomorrow you are not sure. Today you are sure you got it, God says, forget it. Forget it. There's no answer to that prayer. See? So when you're praying, believe you receive at that moment. Believe you are taking delivery of that thing you're asking for at that moment. Whether you feel like it or not. Are you following me? Because if people don't know that prayer requires certain scriptural intelligence. They don't know. Because I've been praying about this for a long time. For the past 20 years. For the past 15 years. You see? Because they've been praying amiss. It says, not doubting. Look at the next verse. Give it to me in the King James now. It says, for let not that man think. He shall receive what? Anything from the Lord. It says, once you start doubting, it says, forget it. The Bible preach that even if you don't have faith, God answers prayer. I believe Bible more than what people say. Look at it. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Which man? The man that is asking God for wisdom. If he is not sure he got it when he prayed, and he's not acting in faith that he got it, he says, let him not think he has gotten his answers. So whatever you are believing God for, you get the word first. You gather scriptures from the Bible. You build your faith first. As you are going to the place of prayer, you are believing you are getting your answer. As you finish praying, you start celebrating that you have your answers. So it's not up to God, it's up to you. Notice what it says. It says, let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. So the problem is not that the Lord is not giving. The issue is that the man is not receiving. See? So if you have not gotten answers to prayer, you are not believing. You may think you are believing. At least now, we, I was telling you about what uh, the scientists are saying, that um, uh, only 5% of the world are using their brain. Only 5% are thinking. Then 15% think they are thinking. Then the remaining 80%, well, they would rather die than think. The amazing ones are, they said only less than 2% of the world is creative. Less than 2% of the 7 billion people on earth are creative. That means the rest are robots and copycats. So a lot of people think they are creative. Less than 2% of this world. Think about it. That means here, maybe 
maybe a half of us, half, I don't know how we put it, if with the whole world, I wonder how many are creative here. Hallelujah. The make up your word. Did you see someone's face that you copied it from? The hairstyle you did, didn't you copy it from somewhere? And please, I want to do um, Arita Franklin. I want to do even the hair they wear itself is another person's hair. So you can... <laughs> can see that this world there's lot of copycats few creative people just want to be creative that's why I told us to ask God for wisdom because wisdom is creative ingenuity wisdom is creative ingenuity and intuitive intelligence. That means when wisdom is working, you have a unique kind of intelligence. May God give you that kind of wisdom. May creativity be activated inside of you in the name of Jesus. Are you out there? All right. Now let's look at something here. Matthew 21, 22. Jesus says, All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. He gave us a condition. He said, believing. What did he say? Believing. What did he say? You shall receive. So if you don't believe in prayer, when you are praying is when you believe you've gotten the answer. You don't believe you've gotten the answer when you see it. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. So if you have faith, at the point of prayer, you believe you've gotten your answer. So those of you who have been praying for a husband for the past three, four years, you didn't believe you got your answer. Because if you believe you got your answer, then when is the wedding date? Because a woman that has a man has a wedding date. That's the truth. That's why he said yes. You don't get man, no date. But if you believe, you receive, you say, okay, um, between now and seeing my parents and all that, by this time, okay, by this time next year she'll be married, by um, maybe say this is uh, June, you're looking at um, um, maybe by May next year, you're married. So you, you set it, you set it, you set it. This is when this thing is going to happen. So we, we, need, we need to understand that. Because a lot of people, they, they think they think they are exercising faith in prayer. They are not. Because if you really believe the prayer that was answered, then you act like it. Let me give you an instance. George Muller, the matron of his orphanage, came to him and said, Sir, we have no food for the orphans. So he said, alright. Set the table. So, they went to set the table. No food. So he came to the table. They set the plates. And they came to say the prayer. No food. Because faith is being sure you get what you expect. Faith is being sure you get what you expect. He expected food this morning. So you, you are sitting down to pray for the food. So 
and it's the evidence of things not seen. So if you have faith, there's food here in Jesus' name. So while he was praying, they got a knock on the door. This was when they were using carriages. You know, those are cars. Those are in this car. And a vehicle carrying milk and a vehicle carrying bread collided in front of their orphanage. So while they were doing the rescue, you know, people, they won't eat those things now. So they asked the orphanage, you people need food there? We need to. They brought the food inside. That's how they got breakfast. So if you are expecting answers, act like it. People say, I don't want to deceive myself. You are already deceived. Because the Bible says faith is the evidence of things not seen. Romans 10, 17. Faith calls those things that be not as though they were. So if you believe what you said in prayer will come to pass, then you just start acting like it. You ask God for clothes. Then begin to expect it. Begin to thank God for it. We'll get that to that later. But you begin to thank God for it. Like choir, they change their uniform a lot. Green today, blue tomorrow, yellow. You know, you have to have faith. Because every Sunday, different color. They function like the rainbow. Today you see one color, tomorrow another color. And you have to have faith. Today is green. I saw green today. I said, wonderful. They will soon finish all the colors. You got to have faith. So they say, today, uh, next week, because they give them the plan for the month, the whole month. So you know that you are wearing um, orange because they are wearing different colors. So you are wearing orange next Sunday. And today is Sunday. You're not, you're not, you're not under pressure. You go and find out how, to sew, how much to sew the style you want. You believe in God for a car. Go to where they sell cars. Go and find out how much for a car. So I'm trusting God to, for a car. Which car? There are many cars.